York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jayless from Nick and Tom Show here. Give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to review this season, man. This is the mid-season review. We're going to start looking at some of these Knicks players individually. You know, we've been had a, we had a better season than we thought we were going to have, you know. 19-18, six best in the East. We were only predicted to win like 22 to 23 wins in the season, but we are overachieving achieving as of now and the pace to win 37 games on the season. So, you know, oh, ooh, that gunshot, that man. Shout out to Knicks Nation for sticking it through. They didn't like us. They doubted us, but we're here right now. We're in the mix of it. It looks like we're about to make the playoffs and the play-in overachieving like no one thought we would, all right? So shout out to everybody in Knicks fan Nation who, who stood proud, stood tall, and endured all that BS from the Knicks media, all right? <laughs> Let's get into it, though, all right? So you know who this is. I am, of course, Jay Ellis um, from the KOT Show. And I have with me today the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G is in the building. Let's go. Damn right he's in this building. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's get to it, man. And we're going to start off this breakdown. For, well, you know what? Before we even start the breakdown, shout out to shout out to one of my writers, Ken, man, who just wrote a really good uh, article um, overlooking the second part of the season. So definitely check out uh, the Nick Show.com and check out the latest article by Ken, who he really gives uh, some nice insight on what's going to take for us to overachieve and, and how many how many games are tough and average and comparing our games to the other teams who win the playoff race, okay? So definitely check out Ken's work at thenickoftimeshow.com. So shout out to Ken and shout out to all my writers. You know what? Before we even get started, let's shout out to everybody in the chat. Let's start. Let's just get to it. Shout out to everybody in the chat because some guys was here early. Shout out to Mana said. Shout out to Derek Grant says salute J Ella. Shout out to my guy Fritz Alessandro is holding holding us down. Shout out to Ken. I see you, Ken, in the chat. Shout out to Ken over here. You caught your shout out, man. That's my guy, Ken, editor of Nick and Time Show. Shout out to you. Tell him Alejandro was here early. Always commenting first. Shout out to you, my guy. B Sun07. Can I get on the show, J Ellis? Salute. We gotta talk, man. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. We gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. And shout out to Junior Chroma who sends a super chat. Says Frank Hive. Love the show. Knicks fam. Salute to my boy Jealous. Homie, shout out to you, Junior Chroma, man. Thank you for uh for, for rocking with us for sure. For sure. All right. All right. And shout out to you, Chump Lumps. And everybody watching, East Side, set up, stand up, East Side, all right? Brooklyn, <laughs> New York. And shout out to Biggie March 9th, my man Dodd Knife March 9th. So shout out to Boogie to Biggie and rest in peace. All my Brooklyn heads, all right? And yo, shout out to Nick Ader on Twitter as well, man. Rest in peace, bro, to your brother, bro, Nick Ader, all right? If you know who Nick Ader is, that's, that's Nick's family, that's Nick's Nation Twitter family. So shout out to you. I know he's going to do a rough time, but shout out to you, all right? Prayers up in the chat, all right? So no, let's get this started. Let's get this started. I want to start this show off talking about the guy that everybody was hating on last season. You know who it is. You know who it is, man. But this season, he got a little bit of respect. He made the rising star game. People were trying to get him out of here at the beginning of the season because he was missing a bunch of threes, but he started to make them. People wanted him traded for Bradley Bill, but no, we have to stand packed. We have to let this man grow. And I'm talking about my guy, R.J. 
Bully Barrett, man. Ryan, tell yes, me what sir. you thought about RJ Barrett's season so far, man. Um, I think he's had a good season so far. Um, if you compare his stats from this season to last season, it's pretty much improvements across the board. Um, <clears throat> points per game. He averaged in 16.5 points per game this season. Last year, he had 14.3. Mm-hmm. Um, rebounds, he's rebounding more. Six rebounds per game this season, five rebounds per game last season. Absolutely. He's shooting better. 44% from the field. Last season, he shot only shot 40%. He's also oh! shooting better from three-point range as well. All across the board better. Hell yeah. Let's yeah, go, RJ. <laughs> 35% this season, 32% this season. And with RJ, it's like, you know, with some players, you know, they usually, you know, work on a skill set, you know, and they're like, and then you see them like improve in like one area, but they don't improve in like, you know, several other areas. Mm-hmm. But RJ, you can see like, a, there's like a, there's like an improvement with his whole game. You know what I mean? Like, He's definitely shooting better in the mid-range. He's shooting better from three. I feel like the game has slowed down for him. He's actually, like, surveying the court more, you know, making more, you know, making, doing more playmaking. Right. You know, he's reading situations better. Like, he's he's learning he's learning to know when to pass, when to shoot, when to drive to the basket, etc. So, I think overall, RJ is having a really good season. Now you're right about that. And they always reference these cleaning the glass stats all the time, Ryan. Especially when we had that early show. We comparing RJ Barrett to Jimmy Butler. And we was like, this this listen, this is what he has to do to get to Jimmy Butler-esque level. He has to improve the mid-range. He's done that. Last season, according to Clean the Glass, he shot 18%. In the 18 percentile, I mean, the 18 percentile from the short mid-range this year, 46 percentile. Um, long mid-range, he shot 23 percentile last year, this year, 45 percentile. Um all over from the three-point line, he's way better. He's 32% to 35%. And, he, and and what's more impressive is the way he started, you know, because what I love about R.J. Barrett is that um, no matter what happens, he, he just seems even kill. And you already know from the jump he's going to be a hard worker and he's going to have tunnel vision and he doesn't get rattled. And let's be honest – Let's be honest, Ryan. The start of the season was not kind um, for R.J. Barrett. He started <laughs> not off, at all. Yeah, <laughs> like he started off high. If we played, if we played the Pacers all year, it might have been one thing because he was lighting up the Pacers like eleven to fifteen from three, <laughs> and especially in that first few games coming out the gate. Yeah. But as time went on, he had, he missed twenty one straight threes. For a game, for a game stretch, for like a few week stretch, and the, the the fans turned on. Yeah. But um, ever since then he's been hitting at a forty percent clip since January first, and people were like, "Oh well." People started to realize. So people started to think even that was just a stretch, and it was going to taper off just because he had one or two bad games. But when you take a look back and you realize, like, wow, this is not the only thing he's improving on. His free throw has improved. And that's usually, I always say this, it's the first in, that's the first indicator that you're going to be a good shooter is that your free throw percentage improves. Facts. Right? And he's shooting around that 75 percentile from the free throw line. So he's been doing that. And... Once he starts to do that, you can start to see the rest of his game, his shooting game is starting to fill out. I also kind of believe that, um, believe it or not, I think quickly being here, Ryan, Uh I think quickly being here actually affected his game a little, like on a positive end. Okay. On the positive end, because if you notice, 
the way quickly um runs pick and rolls, he he puts his body back into a player to gain some space, buys him some more time before he hits his floater. I started to notice that RJ started to do that. Yeah. Towards like the middle of the season. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um and even his stats around the rim in general had just gotten leaps and, and bounds better. Yeah, most definitely. And especially because that mid-range and that three-point shot opened him up to even going to the rim a little bit better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, even his technique, man. He, was, he has a go-to move now. Like, he has his go-to move where he, he accelerates and swoops through the hoop and kind of goes under the defense and, you know, has his, like, a little scoop shot. The, the shot that he almost missed, that he missed the game winner on. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's starting to even... He's starting to even, um, you know, develop some some pet moves. On top of that, I'm starting to see his handle improve. That's something that we didn't like last year. Like, mm-hmm. he's turning the ball over. His handle has improved a lot. Uh, his passing um, has improved as well. I do feel like it dipped a little bit. I do feel like he was doing a little more higher-level reads in the beginning of the season. Uh-huh. Where he was kind of, like, passing it to the three-point shooters on the side. Yeah, and towards the end, he, it started just be more simple wraparound passes. So I, I do think he can improve on that level. But all in all, all around, RJ Barrett has just been pause. <laughs> <laughs> RJ Barrett has just been better in every single category. Period. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, but. I mean, I mean, not really. Like, like I said, like overall game has improved. I mean, clear. I mean, of course, there's areas where he could improve, like you said. But overall, like I've been impressed with this game, and I am, and I, and I mean, from here on, like I just see him going up. Like, if because I mean, from him, for him to take the jump, he for him to make the jump he made from the first season to sexy to the second season, that's a great sign that he has the potential to become an all star player in the future. Nah, I agree with you there. Um, do you think, is there anything you feel like he should be um, working on to, to, to improve on the second part of the season? Well, for me, it's kind of tough because my first choice would have been three-point shooting, but he's. it seems like he has turned the corner mm-hmm. towards the late part of the second half of the season. So, I mean, the late, the, to the late part of the first half of the season, so you would hope that he would continue that in, in the, the second half, half of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, um... I would I would say playmaking, but again, like towards the end of the first half, like he, it's it seemed like he was starting to get it. Right. So I would like him to continue with the playmaking, you know, continue to take his time, play at his pace, and you know, read the defense and just make the proper play. Mm-hmm. And um his mid-range has improved. I, I still I still feel like maybe he could maybe he can improve a little bit more finishing out the basket, even though that has yeah. improved as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, overall, like, it's hard for me to really nitpick R.J. Barrett because he has made improvements in, like, pretty much almost every... Everywhere, facet, nah. Like, as, like, every single facet of his game, it seems like he's like, he has improved. Yeah, nah, you're, you're definitely right about that. And for me, for R.J., what I want to see from R.J., I think has more to do with the coach mm-hmm. than R.J. for me. Um, because there's one thing I'll say about Fizz... Um, I'm, I'm I'm sorry to mention these, this guy right now, guys. The one thing I can say about Fizdale is Fizdale's oh, Fizdale never really had a blueprint on how to get to the end. 
but he had the right idea. Like now that you think of now that, like remember we all we all trashed Julius Randle for being a point forward. Yeah. Last season, he's like he shouldn't be a point forward. He shouldn't be a point forward. Long behold, this season, <laughs> he's starting to show some point forward abilities. Yeah. Last year, Fizdale had him, you know, tried RJ at point guard a little bit. And some people were like, well, he doesn't have the handle. He, he, he can pass a little bit, but I don't know. I think having more playmaking duties for RJ could be like the next step in his development to see if we can maximize his potential because I, we've seen flashes of it where he's throwing oops to mitch to nerds noel mm-hmm. um we've seen flashes of it when he's being trapped at the top of the three-point line he's making the correct reads to um you know pass out of double teams to, to cutters so he, the the intuition is there the passing is there um the skills are there but for him to develop that side of his game I do feel like the coaching has to push him that way. Yeah. You know? But, you know, that might involve uh, yeah, pushing Alfred Payton out. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, ain't mad, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. It seems like no matter how you cut it, everything everything in Knicks Nation revolves around getting Payton out of here, Yo, <laughs> getting him through the door. <laughs> All roads lead to EP, man. Yo, it is crazy because when I'm looking at these stats, too, I'm looking at like plus minus stats and all this other stats for the show. And EP, you know, he has one of the the the, the negative ratings in the yeah. plus minus stats. Like I'm looking at RJ, his offensive rating is 108, which is better than last year. Yeah. Defensive rating is 106.7, which is better than last year, of course. Net rating 1.9, which is good. It's, it's crazy looking at positive net ratings for these next teams because for the last few years. When I be doing these shows and doing these review, player reviews, it's been nothing but negatives. Oh, it's, it's always negatives. Every single Word. year, there's negative. There's only one, and it's funny. The only net zero net rating I've seen in these past few years has been Kyle O'Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle O'Quinn. Oh man, he might be coming back. And he might be coming back. Damn it. <laughs> And he might be coming back because you hear rumors about Kylo Quinn making his way back in a Nick uniform. And I'm all for it, especially if you know, because he's considering Taj is being injured and all these other guys. I'm, I'm all for Kylo Quinn coming back. Word. <laughs> but yeah, overall, overall, um, what grade would you say you would give RJ Barrett? You see, now coming to this episode, like I was trying to think, like, am I gonna be the easy grader or am I gonna be like one of those teams <laughs> where it's like, you, you I know, like Simon. I, Exactly, like, oh, you know, Abdul. <laughs> exactly, like be one of those teachers where I'm like, you know what? I'm not giving out A's. You got you got <laughs> OD to get that A. So uh, for RJ Barrett, just because he's uh, improved across the board, uh-huh. especially towards the late part of the season, season I, can't I can't say it was the full season. He started to pick up steam like the the second part of the first half. Yeah, right. So I got so I got to give RJ Barrett a B plus. Not not no. Nah, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I'm I'm thinking of the only I'm think I'm going between a B and a B plus only uh-huh. because you said just like you said that start that two week stretch where he was just like shredded ass was hard it was really hard to watch it was hard to watch yeah <laughs> but that recovery was crazy that cover was really crazy he started off around 20th percentile in three point shooting raised that 34 he started off 
low 40s and regular field goal percentage and um, got that to 44%. And for me, when I'm looking at, um, you know, when I'm looking at players who are productive to me, if, you, if yeah. you're a guard and you're shooting 45% from the field and 35% from three, that's like, that's a pretty productive, efficient enough player in the NBA. And for a guy who has this reputation of not being efficient, that's a really, really good sign. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And his, even his defense, man. His defense on Kawhi Leonard, which, oh, come on, man. <laughs> like, I just, the sky's the limit, man. His defense has improved a lot as well, man. It, exactly. It's, it's gone underrated. It's gone underrated. Absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah, that's why I'm like, you know, when you look at RJ Barrett, it's like, damn, where can he really improve? Like, my man's made improvement across Everywhere. the board. It's like, damn. <laughs> Handles, jump shot, everything, man. Yeah. Yo, salute. So, chat, let me know, man. Let me know. What is your grade for RJ Barrett? I'm no. I'm. I'm gonna settle on the B. I'm settling on a strong. You know what? No, I'm gonna give you a B plus. I'm gonna give you a B plus. Yeah, the chat. Strong the B chat. Plus. Yeah, the chat is B B minus. I'm saying B or B minus in the chat. Okay, B or B minus. That's it. Three people. Three people grading B. Dimitri says B. B minus from Larry. B minus from Brooklyn Belly. Brooklyn Belly B minus. All right. So we in the we in the area. Yeah. All right. Dreams with us. He gives us the plus. He gives us the plus. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> we rocking with you, Junior. He rocking with us. Telemandro says B. SK says B or B plus. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So we in the ballpark. We, we in, in the, the ballpark. ballpark. We in the ballpark. Oh, he got one A. We got an A? Whoa. Okay, oh, okay. Paul, that's the Paula Abdul. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Illa, yo, shout out to Illa, man. Illa's from Canada. So he he he's gonna show RJ love the, uh, regardless. <laughs> so he's great on a scale, you know what I mean? Word. <laughs> K-O-T equals Kyle O'Quinto. Yo, listen. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if if you've been watching for KOT for a while, you you know our love for Kyle Quinn is heavy. Yes, <laughs> especially Kathy. If you, if you yeah, know especially Kathy. Kathy. Yeah, that's a man's right that's, there. That's a man's. If you know <laughs> Kathy, you know she was excited that Kyle Quinn is coming back. Watch her come back to the show now just to talk about Kyle. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts, yo. Yo, Kyle, come to the show too, man. You we, we love you. You can you send the art child. You give you mad love on the show it, since 2015, 16. We give you love. Word. <laughs> Big facts. I liked you over Willie the whole time. Willie Horner Gomez. I, I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> Man, I ain't, I ain't even gonna comment on that. Yeah. I ain't even gonna comment I was on trying that. To, I was trying to wild Ryan up because that's Willie, Willie Horner Gomez is a Ryan's man. That's a, that's a he, yeah, he was my he was my dude, but you know, unfortunately he had to go. He wasn't playing defense and he had to be shipped. I mean, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right. All right, next, next man we're gonna talk about is... Uh, uh, our center, man, our center, Mitchell Robinson, who had, you know, kind of a weird start to this season, but he started to pick it up lately. Uh, last game of the season, he got a double-double at halftime. I believe it was 18 points, 10 rebounds. You know? Yeah. And it seemed like he was having a hell of a game. He was going to have an historic game for us. And then he got injured, you know? Oh, and by the way, that 5-0 Super Chat was from Kane Marco. So shout out to Kane Marco. Uh, all right. So, yo, Ryan, let me know, how. what do you feel about RJ, not RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson and his time with the New York Knicks? How do you perform? Uh, All right. Um, well, Mitch, 
I'm just going to go through his stats right quick for this season. Um, so if you check out his comparison from last season to this season, of course, there's been some drops. Last mm-hmm. season, last season, he averaged 9.7 points per game. This season, he's averaging 8.4. Right. His blocks per game went down two blocks per game last season to 1.5 this season. Mm-hmm. His rebounds have gone up. Seven rebounds last season to 8.4 rebounds this season. Mm-hmm. His field goal percentage went down, but I mean, that's realistic because last season he broke the record for field goal percentage in a yeah. season. You know, so, you, so, so, it's like you, you know, so it's like you can't really expect him to replicate that. So, I mean, he's still shooting a decent 66% from the field. Um, offensive rating, of course, went down 144 to 131. Defensive rating, his defensive rating, he's, he has his best defensive rating this season, 105, and that's what I want to touch on because even though... His stats aren't as good as last season. Like, you definitely see him affecting the game more defensively than he did the previous two seasons. Right. Even even though he's not blocking more shots because, you know, like, I feel like under Thibs, like, his positioning is better on defense. You know, like, like, and he's not fouling as often as well. You know, he's learning how to just keep his hands up. Right. Rather rather than than just going for any, rather than just going for every block. Yeah. And I feel like, Overall, like Mitch has made an impact, you know, being the starting center on the Knicks. Now with Mitch, now it's like, okay, even though he has, you know, shown improvement that doesn't show in the stats, he still needs to improve his screens. We yes, all know this. Yes, yes, we all you know. Stop we all know screening this. with your knees. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, like stand still, hold your position. Facts. Make sure you pick the guy off, oh pick the defender off, and then roll to the basket. Kenny so Payne. Kenny, if there's one thing, I love Mitch. I love you, Mitch. It's, I, I love you, game. I love what you're doing. The one thing I love about Noel that Mitch doesn't do is he just sets a real a real ass screen. He sets a real screen. He sets a man yeah. screen. Like I just want Mitch to get there. All right, go back to Ryan. Go continue. <laughs> Yo, I was pretty much done because I was saying like the one thing I do want him to improve in, it, what, the one thing I do want him to improve in is screens. Like he definitely needs to learn how to set proper screens. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I don't know if I'm asking for too much because I don't know what the coaching staff really ask of really ask of him. I think they just ask him to to be you know the basic big man, you know, guard the paint, right? Um, you know, finish at the rim and things of that nature. But I would like to see him add like a at least like a little mid range jumper to his game. You know, at least, you know, hopefully the, the coaches give him the confidence to take that shot. Yeah. But, you know, but overall, I'm like, you know, I think the main thing is the screens. Like, he, he definitely needs to improve, you know, the setting screens and things like that. It was interesting because he's improved on certain areas. But if you look at his net ratings, it's, it's in the negative. It's like one of the other, it's one of the two players in the, in the starting five with a negative net rating, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Um, at a negative 0.3. Can you, can you, Ryan. Can you guess the other player with a negative rating in the, in the starting lineup? That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it Elf on the show? Oh, my God. How did you know? <laughs> and, the funny th- and the funny thing is with this improved defense, especially in this last month, I've seen his um, defensive rating jump up in his last month. And yeah. even his net rating jumped up in, his, in the last month compared to the first two months. Like, to, it's, the obvious difference is the offense, right? Yeah. And shout out to Jay Boogie because Jay Boogie had a really good point. Um, because we don't see Lob City Mitch. We don't see him get as many lobs at the basket 
as he did last year. I don't know if it's because, you know, somebody might, might say, you know, it's because uh, it, it's just maybe the personnel is different. But he, Jay Boogie said it was the coach. He's, he, his feeling is he went from, from Tibbs, from Fizz to Tibbs. Mm-hmm. And Fizz was more focused on the lobs and Tibbs is more focused on, you know, the other things like the, the high posts and things like that. So that could be a, a, a that could be an indicate an indication that why his offensive rating is dropping this season from last season. It's, mm-hmm. it's the lack of touches, the lack of lobs, and the lack of easy baskets. And we also see him bob a lot of passes too, but maybe he's just not getting to the flow. Maybe you know? it could be, yeah. Um so that's that's one thing. And that could be related to the point guard too, and even just the coaching, because it just seems like you know Tibbs is is telling Elf to shoot more. Yeah. And he's ha- and Elf doesn't is had problems finding that balance. Unlike Derrick Rose, who came in and and immediately you know seemed to pass a lot more than Elf did, even though I'm pretty sure he's giving him the same instruction. So maybe yeah. this, this feel for the game is off. <laughs> but um, that's one thing. The second thing though is it seems like uh, his. His attitude is turned around, man. At the beginning of the season, we're hearing about, you know, he, his professionalism isn't always there. Tibbs had was was worried about, um, like, if he's going to take himself seriously. He didn't, run, he didn't know if he was going to start. And he took that starting job, which is, you know, which is he deserved at the beginning. Now, the way New Orleans, New Orleans Noel is playing now is like, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what... Um, the starting lineup is going to look like when Mitch gets back, but he earned the starting job based on, you know, the practices, the preseason games, and the, and the season game. He was outplaying him, and it seemed yeah, like he was growing up. True that, true that. Um, and, I mean, at the moment, too, like, you know, if I'm Thibs, like, when Mitch comes back, I'm putting him back as the starting center because, you know, like, I see Noel as a viable, you know, backup center. So, I mean, to me, it's like, even though Noel's playing good, I don't think I would give up the starting spot, you know, to Noel just yet. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't either, but I just know we'll see. Depending on how Tibbs feels, because sometimes when people drops out, he might replace them. I don't know. I've seen that happen with Frank, so I'm not sure how he feels about Mitch in that regard. Yeah, true that. You know, especially because it just seems like Noel's been playing out of his mind lately with the blocks being you know, number five in the NBA. It's just something to watch, along other questions that 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 are going to come along. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the shooting. All right, and again, if you follow the KAT show, you heard us joke about Shan God Mitch shooting putting people in the blender, you know, <laughs> doing all that stuff. We were hyping it up because we saw him practicing threes in the summer. We was like, yes, Mitch, yes. And I have to admit, I've cooled down on that a lot. Um, because I'm looking at his free throw percentage, it's just dropping like a stone. Yeah, it is. It is. And you you hear me talking about indicators, right? You heard me just wrenching R.J. Barrett saying, I feel like, you know, in the middle of the slump, and y'all saw me say this on um, Knicks Fan TV, in the middle of the slump, I was saying, if you look at his free throw percentage, I feel like eventually it's going to come around. Because the the form in the hand, like the hand-eye coordination, all that is there, if the free throws are there. It's just going to be, you know, gain speed, getting your feet set. Um, getting getting a feel for closeouts and things of that nature, but the basics are there, so I feel like it's gonna turn around. And long behold, it did. Um, same thing when it came to Frank. I always said the free throw percentage is an indicator. Yeah. Um, when it comes to Mitch Robinson, 
I thought he had a chance because at the end of his first season, he was shooting around 70% from the free throw line. And I was like, okay, there's something here. Maybe he'll be able to shoot. Since then, it steadily started to drop. And I thought it might maybe it'll improve this year, and it hasn't. So yeah. it's making me, it's making me um, step back from the my whole Sham God Mitch jokes that I like to pull. To pull. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, hold up, though. He can still be Sham God Mitch because that's handles. It's just that you know, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, it's true, you know, you know, you know, maybe you know, maybe maybe you wouldn't make him shoot the ball, but that's still handles, though. Still now you're right. He can still hit with the cross, cross, and then with the, <laughs> oh. the ooh, he can still hit him with that. I get you right. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's just a shot. Yeah, exactly. It's just a shot. Now I still do think that um, with his little handles that he's showing in the in the video, I still do think even if he's not shooting, I still think he could do like a a dribbling goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at this point, people are not respecting his jump shot, and sometimes what you see people do, and you'll see Rondo do this, right? When Rondo has the ball. And people are like, oh, he's not a jump shooter. He'll just take a step back and then blow right by you and get to the rim. Yeah. And for Mitch, him being a center, I feel like if he can blow by that first center defender, it's a it's a dunk. It's a layup right after that. Yeah. No one's going to stop him. Who's going to stop him? The point guard rotating? No, banging on your head. Like, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so even if it's not a jump shot for Mitch, it can be something else. It can yeah. be a, a, at least a dribble and drive, or maybe something around, maybe a, at least a short float or something, something, something to work on. Yeah. Um, great for Mitch this year, man. What? Okay, Mitch. Whoa. Mitch is hard. Mitch is hard. I, I I might be a bit generous. I don't know, but if I have to go based on this scene, I would have to give Mitch. I'm trying. I'm trying to think between B minus and C plus. Yeah, that's where I'm going to. It's like B. Like he improved. Yeah. He's not. He's not fouling as much, but nothing <laughs> has really at, been added to his offensive game. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't really know. I. If, you you if know what? Like, if it's a you know a. I'll I'll, I'll give him a C. I'll, I'll give him a C plus. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him a C plus. I'm rocking with a C plus too. Two for two C plus. Yeah. B B minus. That's like an eighty. Eh. Yeah. Nah, I, I, C plus. C but, plus. But 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 C. The, 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 the thing is that like, like the C plus I'm giving him is like a 79, 78. It's like you're just you're, you're almost right at you almost at a B minus. Almost at a B minus. You're but, right but, there. But yeah, but you're in that Whoa. C plus range at the moment. The right point guard. It's funny because the right point guard will probably get him to the B minus. If like if he's getting more lobs and he's get and he's finishing at the rim because you saw the at the rim stats drop um dramatically last year from eighty seven percentile to the forty seven percentile. That's a crazy dip, man. Yeah. That's re- that's a that's crazy. Like no, <laughs> that's insane. Word. Yeah. C plus. C plus. Even if you're even. If you don't have the right point guard, I, I still think something's going on there. Yeah. Something's going on there. You're not going up strong enough. Something's going on there where you're dropping 40, 40% at the rim, even if the point guard's not setting you up for alley-oops per se. At mm-hmm. the center, I think you should at least be finishing around the 50-something percentile. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 50-something 50 50 something percent at the rim or 60-something percent at the rim to be average. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, C plus. I'm settled. C plus on the match. And the chat is is kind of C plus B minus with us. So we're in there. Yeah. C plus. Salute to the chat, man. If you're enjoying the breakdown so far, hit the hit the thumbs up button, man. Show us some love. Like and subscribe to the channel if you're feeling the content, man. Um, I'm Jay Ellis, and this is my guy uh, Ryan G. We we usually do re weekly recap shows. This is gonna this is our first re live recap show where we're gonna do ooh picks, bruh picks, live and all that stuff. This is the first time we're doing that. It's not and not an actual, you know, live game recap. So shout out for the people who love us. Shout out to the super chats. Um all the super chats, you know, they help the stream out, they help the team out, helps us fun things. So I don't I'm not buying new Jordans. If I did, <laughs> if I did buy something it would be Hewings. Uh shout out to Hewings if you want to sponsor us, shout out to you. Um <laughs> <laughs> But um, it, it does help the channel. So shout out to anybody who donates. We appreciate it. And um, yeah, sh thanks for showing us the love. And you know what? Too let's let's play let's play some bills real quick. Let's play some bills real quick. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> salute and yo shout out to um yo shout out to people supporting us, man. Because got numbers back from Manscaped, and it shows that you guys are supporting us. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, it, it shows that you guys are clicking and that you're, 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 you're supporting us, you're supporting the channel, you're using the code KOT. So um, respect, respect to everybody who follows the KOT show and is rocking with us. Um, appreciate all you guys for real. Um, it's crazy. We've been doing this for a few years and it's starting to see some traction, so, so shout out to you guys, all right? Um, yo, so yeah, shout out to Manscaped. Uh, New sponsors, did you, did you fill out your bracket yet? Our sponsor, Manscaped, who is the best and below the waist grooming, wants to remind you to do so. Their precision engineered tools for your family jewels will help you turn that Kentucky Wildcat in your pants into something a lot more manageable, all right? So Manscaped <laughs> is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for my college basketball fans, 20% off with free shipping with the code KOT when you go to manscaped.com, all right? So that's 20% off with free shipping with the code KOT when you go to manscaped.com. And as always, always get, you know, don't forget, get that trim with 3.0. You can get it in the shower. It won't nick your knickers. Uh, it has, uh, it's, it, um, yeah, waterproof. It has an LED light so you can see what's going on there. And it gives you a smooth cut and it doesn't even cut too low, man. It helps you out. So definitely get that. Your girl is gonna love it when you shave down there, especially the summer is coming. You want all that perspiration going on, all right? So shout out to manscaped manscaped.com and type in that code KOT for for the uh, discount, all right? Yes, sir. So don't forget the secret weapon, the ball deodorant. Ball deodorant. Yes, Never go forget. get that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Put yeah, put the balls in the chat. All right, put the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey yo, hey yo, matter of fact, um y'all should hear the original um the original script that they gave J. Ellis. Oh, you want me to read the original? It was a bit wild. It was a bit wild. It was too far for J. Ellis. I said so wild thing on this program. I was not reading whatever the hell they just they just sent me, man. I'll, 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 I rock with y'all, man. Escape. Y'all make good products. I'm not reading what the hell. I'm not reading what the hell y'all just wrote. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna give y'all a hint though. If if y'all are familiar with college basketball, after that Kentucky Wildcats line, <laughs> it, he was he was supposed to fill it with the he you know to get it from a Kentucky Wildcat to a South Carolina. If you know the name of the team, then you can, then you get it. Yeah, then then you then you get it. Get it. Rhymes with socks, all right. <laughs> 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 I'll just say that. All right. 
Yo, Michael Parker. Yo, shout out to you, Mike, man. <laughs> he said he sends a ten dollars super chat. Says salute to Knicks Nation. Uh, shout out to you, Michael Parker. Parker is always support, really supportive of all the Knicks content, Knicks channel. Uh, really cool dude. So shout out to you, Michael Parker. All right. So we, we talked about. You know what? Before I even go to the next subject, I gotta shout out the people in the chat. I always gotta shout people out, man. People give us so much love. So shout out to S. Yes, yes, Super Pause, dog. Super Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Super Pause, man. Super Pause. Yo, shout out to Moore, Rich Jim, SK, Elo over here rocking with us, Frank Matos, Tell him Alejandro, Chump Chubs, Brooklyn Belly. Shout out to everybody in the chat who's rocked with the KOT show, man. And if you a hashtag new, let us know. Put a hashtag new in the chat so we can shout you out later, man. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> 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 shout out Ari. I don't even know Ari. Shout out to you, Ari, in the chat, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Ari, don't talk about Frank. Um... Frank is not on a docket today, so we're not. <laughs> but, but 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 he's coming though. He's coming. Don't oh, he's worry. Coming. He's coming. We're gonna review Frank too. Frank <laughs> is not on a docket today. Oh, you know what? There is a Frank mention later though. I'll say that. There's a Frank mention later. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. That one's for you, Ari. The Frank mention later is for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's, let's let's get into it, man. Now, Ryan, if I told you that we was going to draft. A rookie, you know, that was gonna have an immediate impact on his club. You wouldn't have thought it was gonna be Emmanuel Quickly. But this guy, Emmanuel Quickly, came in here like gang busters. Yo, yo, Brian, did you see yo Ryan? Are you on were you on Twitter today? Did you see um the piece that was written that was posted by the New York Post and was given the, the war stories about um the draft with Emmanuel Quickly? I did not get to read that story, but I will definitely be on the lookout for it now, though. Yeah, it pretty much was saying, yo, shout out to World West, first of all. Yeah, World Wide West was was angling. Angling for Emmanuel quickly and hard. He was saying he's the best shooter in the draft. He's the best shooter in the draft. And he's putting that pressure. And so World Wide West seems to be the sole reason why Emmanuel quickly is in with the Knicks. And uh, shout out to World Wide West, man, because he shout out to World Wide West. He was he was dead on. He was dead on. All right. Now Emmanuel quickly already has an offensive rating as 108 as a rookie. Come okay, okay, man. Okay, IQ. Let's go. What eight as a rookie has the most 25 point gains amongst all rookies at five, averaging 23.9 points per 36. Minutes. Give this. Give this man. Give this man some minutes, man. Yes, sir. That was ranked as a D in the draft. As of now, he's like top. He's one of the top three rookies in the NBA. Still got snubbed. Yep. And and wait, I, I, you know what I say about you know that snub, Ryan? You know what I have to say about that? What you gotta say about? I said, whose man's is this, man? I <laughs> man, you quickly get snubbed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Who did they have in front of the man? Like, bro, I don't I know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't man. I don't know, but <laughs> let me know, man. Show, tell me about man quickly. What's your assessment of Emmanuel quickly in the, in this year? 
Um, I I saw him first. I'm just gonna run through some stats real quick for Emmanuel quickly. So he's averaging 12.2 points per game, which is fourth amongst rookies. Mm-hmm. He's shooting 39 percent from the field, 38 percent from three. So you know, you know, you give him this, you give him, you give him the ball within anywhere within 30 feet. It's going up. And, you know, he's just shown some point guard skills. You know, he's shown that he can um, run the pick and roll a bit, you know, find a big man in the paint, you mm-hmm. know, to the, for the lob and things of that nature. I still think he, he needs to improve, like, when he drives to the basket. Mm-hmm. Like, not throw up floaters all the time. You know, sometimes, you know, drive to the basket with the purpose to kick to the open shooters on the corners and things of that nature. And um, also... Um, yeah, pretty much I'd say that's where I wanted to improve the most. Like when he drives to the basket, basket don't just throw up floaters all the time because right. the defense, because the defense is expecting to just throw up floaters every time he drives to the basket, because that's all he does. That's all he does, yeah. You know, like he has to switch it up a bit, you know, sometimes kick it to the corner for three. Sometimes if the big Absolutely. man is open in the paint, lob it up, let him slam it. Has to learn to mix his game up. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, you know, sometimes he gets a bit too shot happy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I, but I feel like that might be the coaching, just telling him to just chuck it up. I agree. You know, like, you know, so I feel like he does need to incorporate more ball movement to his game. Mm-hmm. But besides that, like, you know, overall, like, quickly's been a surprise for us as a rookie. Like, I don't think any of us predicted that quickly would be this good. Hell no. You know, coming in, coming to his rookie season. So, overall, like, quickly's been a positive for us overall. Right, exactly. And we, we, we briefly answer a question I saw in the chat. Um, because I think Ari was talking about what does that 108 mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, offensive rating is like, um, how many points do you score a point in 100 possessions? And, yeah. um, just for context, right? Uh, if you're looking at our team, and we need, we're not doing Julius Randle today, maybe we'll do him tomorrow. If you're looking at, the, if you're looking at our team, Julius Randle, you know, he's the offensive juggernaut on our team. His offensive rating is 109.4, to put it into context. So for, for um, and also to put it in context, I, th- I believe Frank's last year, or year before, last few years, was at, I think it was like 90-something. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, for the last few years, just to put it into context. So quickly being at 108 in his rookie year is, is <laughs> out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's something to behold. It's 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 something to look at, uh, and let me see. And you know, let me give you R.J. Barrett's offensive rating just for clarity. R.J. Barrett right now offensive rating is one hundred eight point seven. To give you some more clarity on that, all right. So he's already on par with some of these starters when it comes to the offensive rating, all right. Which is why it's a it's a big deal. Yeah, twenty fifth pick in the yeah yeah gonna get gunshots for that man, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Also, I forgot to mention he's second amongst rookies in PER. He used yep. to be first, but the only reason he's not first no more is because Lamelo Ball's been balling. He and Lamelo Ball's surpassed him recently. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah but yeah. yeah, he's second. Yeah, but he's second amongst rookies in PER as well. Yeah, Lamelo is real, man. Lamelo is absolutely real. You cannot sleep on that, man. But it's not Word. a word. I'm, 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 I'm gonna let that off. Shout out to Super Chat. It says uh, Josh Craig says, "What's up, fellas? Um, thoughts on moving from Lonzo for cheap?" Also, Nick's to blame for Knox's lack of development. Love the stream, fellas. Um, you know what? We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get later. to that later um, so you don't mess up the flow of the show. But I'll definitely get back to that, okay? But shout thanks you, thank you, Joshua Craig, for the 10 on Super Chat. All right? 
Um, now back to Emmanuel Quickly's assessment. You kind of hit a lot of the points on the head already. Um, I do feel like the shot happiness of Emmanuel Quickly might be a little bit due. To, it could be maybe a mixture of both, but I think a lot of it has to do with, with coaching. Um, I think they want him to be aggressive. You know, he kind of likes attack guards. Alfred yeah. Payton this year, he's at his lowest passing percentage of his career. Alfred Payton. Mm -hmm. um, and Emmanuel quickly, as we saw in the first few parts of the season, we were like, oh, Emmanuel quickly. He was finding Kevin Knox in the four to corner threes. We saw him um, picking rolling people. We saw him kind of mixing it up a little bit more in the beginning of the season. And I think the coach felt like he's being too tentative, and they um, told him to switch it up. And then, he, then I think the, the pendulum swung a little bit too far. You know, yeah. he has to kind of bring it back down. Um, even the, there was a game where uh, he shot too much in the Sacramento, the San Antonio Spurs game. Yeah. When he when we lost, he scored twenty six points. I feel like the coaching staff told him again that, yo, I think that you're shooting too much. And mm -hmm. I think he tried to correct it the next game, and he then he wasn't aggressive enough. Yeah. But he was passing more. So I still feel like he's trying to find his way between um, passing and shooting. Uh, people, so people who say he's not a real point guard and he's more of a shooting guard, um, that could be true. I still feel like at this stage of his development, it's a little bit too early to tell. Um, I yeah, I, I, no, I'm just saying. I think at the moment he's a combo guard. Like you, you can play him either the one or the two at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, you can play him with the one or the two at the moment, but um, I think people are leaning more towards he's not a guard at all. Like some people are going that route. Like, you know, he's just yeah. too shot happy. He stagnates the offense, which is true. But yeah. I still think there's time for him to learn how to balance between shooting and passing. We've seen splashes of that before. There was a game where I saw him, for the first time, uh, make that pass to the shooter in the corner. Yeah. And I want to see more of that. And once he starts to do that, I think the sky's the limit for him. Um, even his defense, man, like, I know he, gets, he does get bullied by bigger guards, but I do feel like his team defense seems to be good. At, at times as well, especially when I see him, um, you know, with Taj and Frank and those guys. Like, yeah, it seemed like definitely. he had some pretty good uh, chemistry with with those guys on the defensive end. Um, well, yeah. So if I look at his cleaning the, the glass stats, um, let's see. If I look at his stats real quick, team efficient. I have his numbers. Shooting accuracy. The the most telling thing about his cleaning the glass stats right now is you know his floater game is good. It's looking it looks nice, and when he's on, he's on. But um, at the rim, he's still below average as a rookie. I mean, as a as a guard in that position, he's shooting at 35th percentile from a, as a from a guard, 39th percentile from the short mid, um, mm -hmm. and 26th from the from the long mid. So he's still below average for guards sh shooting at the rim and shooting the mid-range. Yeah. Um, I've only actually seen Emmanuel quickly shoot one actual jump shot all season from below the three-point line. And I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, like, he, he mostly bombs threes. Like, that's what he's on the court for to shoot threes. Yeah, it's bomb threes or floater. And I don't know if you guys seen the J.J. Reddick, Julius Randle um, interview where Randle was making fun of that fact. He's like, yo, this guy is 20 feet behind the foul line and he'll shoot a floater. Yeah. 
<laughs> nah, it's facts, though. It's definitely facts. <laughs> but his bread and butter is that three-point line. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. the, it's the three-point line. Already he's um, 61st percentile at non-corner threes. All right? And 58th percentile on all threes as a rookie. So, sure, um, yeah, that's it. Shout out to Quickly, man. Shout out to Quickly. Overall, I'm giving that man a B plus. Alright, alright, alright. So I guess uh I guess I'm the um the Russian judge. You the Russian judge, what you giving him? I'm giving a B. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my my B plus is because you know what it is? It's expectation. It's the expectation for it's the expectation for me. It's the expectation, man. I didn't expect him to be this good. So I'm just <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's the same thing for me, but I just feel like towards like the latter part of the first half of the season, like he kind of like slipped off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I'm giving him the, giving him the B. Like if he if he maintained his good start, that would have been like yeah B plus maybe possibly A minus just to just due to the surprise factor. But since he kind of tailed off towards the end of the first half of like B. Right now you're absolutely right. Yeah yeah absolutely right. And to um, Ari's point, he's shooting like 95 percent from three. I mean, from the free throw line. Yeah. He's, he's, I, I saw a record. I'm, mess, I'm going to mess it up. I know someone in the chat is going to probably correct me. There's a record that says he he he's hit the most free throws out of 100 for any rookie over the last 20 years. I believe yeah. that was the stat. I mean, come on. Like, you, you shoot 94% from... Free throw line, like, come like, on, man. Yeah, like, That's it's crazy. It's crazy. I, it's crazy because when I'm looking at these numbers, it's like, okay, he's not shooting well from the mid range. Like, I'm not even worried. I'm not even. I already know. Once he gets settled to this game, figures out spacing, the speed mm-hmm. of the game, how far he, he has to be to get a shot off, things of that nature. I already know that part of his game is going to be good. Of and, course. And he's already drawing fouls at some crazy, ridiculous rate as a rookie. So on like he, he man he has he just has the potential to be like a a real like a dame like player man if you ever figure out the point guard position for real yeah just his ability to spread the floor be able to shoot the deep three is gonna open up so much things for us especially if Randall is still playing a, a level he is especially if we're able to add another complementary piece to you know supplement what Block isn't giving us. Yeah, like it's going to if he ever really reaches his potential, that's going to be a weapon. Not for real. Like the only thing he needs to do is that he just needs to mix up his game. That's pretty much it. Because because at the moment, all all he matter quickly is is three pointer floater. Yeah, three pointer floater. If he learns how to incorporate a mid range game, learns to take a pull up jumper when he mm-hmm. drives to the basket, learns how to kick it out to the open shooter. Throw more lobs to the big man. If he draws, a, if he draws a defender, he's gonna he's gonna be unstoppable. Yo, my the he's party gonna you're gonna have the what? what? I'm be hyped though. I'm I'm gonna be so hyped to be able to get that gets that off. Word. <laughs> like it's funny we talk all these crazy trade scenarios. I'm not putting IQ with nothing, man. I feel like he's my nah. he's low key like one of the, he's one of those pieces that he's just so important right now. And it, you usually feel that way about rookies. You're like, no, don't let him go. It's too soon. But I really feel that way about IQ. Like, really. <laughs> yeah, that's a possible diamond in the rough right there. Seriously, a diamond in the rough, man. Diamond in the rough. And we have to get to the next player. Almost wrapping up this, this player reviews for today. Tomorrow, we're going to do another one. Um, salute to the chat, though, everybody in the chat. Uh, I see I see some Bs. This one is a little 
B plus, B plus, R B plus. All right, Junior Karoma got the A minus going. Let's go. He's I'm not playing. All right, A minus. Okay. Yeah, A minus, man. Expectation for him too as well. Okay. Okay. Quickly seems like he he. He's running the gamut. He's running from B to A minus, man. We're all over by man quickly, man. Word. And if it, if it wasn't for Derrick Rose here, I would still be wanting him. I still would be saying start quickly if Derrick yeah. Rose wasn't here, for sure. <laughs> 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 to, the, to this day, start quickly to this day. Word. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yo, shout out to the chat, man. Hashtag new if you're in here, man. I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, If you're loving the content, please like, please subscribe. To the channel, we're gonna be doing another play review, uh, probably tom tomorrow. I don't, know if, I don't even know if Ryan's available. If he is, I, I hope I'll have him. If he's not, I'll, I'll try to get somebody else. But um, I definitely want to do a part two tomorrow because I know the game is Thursday. Uh, sorry, yeah. for the spot, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Inconclusive. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, cool, cool. All right, and we got the A minus. It got more A minus from Lewis Bond. All right, shout out to you. Shout out to Lewis. It gives us gives us the A minus. All right. Um, All right. Last player that we're going to discuss. Um, not a player that is popular among Nick Nation per se, ah, but boy. very popular. For Tom Thibodeau. He Tom man, if you watch the post-game interviews, Tom gives this man so much respect. He calls him the unsung hero. Um, and we're talking about none other than Reggie Bullock, man. Give us your, your thoughts on Reggie Bullock, Ryan. Well, <laughs> Reggie Bullock. Okay, so first I'm gonna start with some stats record for form this season. Mm -hmm. So this season, Reggie Bullock is averaging 8.5 points per game. He's shooting 40% from the field, 37% from three, 46% mm -hmm. from two. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? So per 100 possessions, his defensive rating is decent. Offensive rating, decent. And overall, with Reggie Bullock's game, my, my thing with Reggie Bullock is that He's a good defender. He definitely defends good on ball, which is what I like from him. Right. Um, I would like to see him just <laughs> shoot the three better, though. Yeah. You know, like, because when Reggie Bullock was brought to the Knicks, you know, in the, you know, last season, he was thought to be a three and D guy. But so far, we're getting only the defense part. Yeah. I didn't want to say D. Yeah, exactly. But we're only seeing the defense part, but we're not seeing the three point part. You know, like he's more like he's hot and cold. Like he'll have a he'll have one like a, one of those games, like one every like five to ten games where he'll where he's gonna knock down like three or four threes for you. Mm -hmm. But then like those other four or five games, he's gonna like be cold from the field. Yeah. And to me, it's like, if you're going to start, like, I need for you to hit more threes, especially if you're a three and D player. So Reggie Bullock to me is like, he's one of those players where it's like, I like his defense. Yeah. I like what he does on the defensive end, but offensively, I wish I could get a bit more from him. I had high hopes for this dude, Ryan. I really did, because when I saw him on Detroit, and I'm just like, ooh, I'm looking at his clean, clean glass in the 95th percentile, you know, 
as a shooter for like I mean in 97 percentile as a shooter from Detroit from the yeah. three point line. And you know he's had his injuries, and we 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 did a Reggie Bullock review a couple of years ago on KOT Ryan. Yeah, and we talked about how you know he's been at this he's been a certain level shooter for most of his career, mm-hmm. and injuries could be the reason why he's dipped off. Yeah, um, and we thought maybe there was a chance that that can return to him. Now shout out to Pat Strickland. I think Alex said it himself he feels like. The like the nerves in his back affected his shooting, and he's been shooting better. He feels like he's been shooting better from the mid range, um, more than three because of that. And if you're looking at his stats between the grass, it kind of supports his theory a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. 82% from the short mid range, 78% from all mid, um, for him. But when you look at the three, he's he's average, yeah, he's, he's average 37% from three, right. Around 37 three. And the crazy part is he's gotten better. Cause yeah, he has. Yeah. He's gotten better over the latter part of the season. Cause the Knicks were in the bottom of the league in three-point shooting percentage. Towards the last few weeks, we've we've risen to 13th. Um 13th in the NBA as as far as percentage in three-point percentage. You know, we don't shoot them a lot. But we, we started to make him more. And that has a lot to do with R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Reggie Bullock all raising their three-point percentages around the same time. So part yeah. of me was like, all right, is he turning the corner? Is it starting to get back? But then he'll go a game where he just doesn't, you know, he'll start off hot in the first two quarters. And then that third or fourth, he just he just... Disappears. He just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just putting in Alec Burks, man. Put in somebody who can hit a three in the fourth quarter because you're killing yeah. the smalls. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know what to make of him, man. I just don't know. Like, if we can get, yeah. s- if we can trade, go ahead. No, all I'm saying is that, like, it, it's Bullock is one of those, like, players that's like an enigma for me. It's like, I like what he provides on defense. Because he definitely shows effort on defense. He definitely can guard his man really right, well on defense. Right. But then it's like offensively, I'm like, man, I'm like, yo, I thought you were a three-point shooter. I like, where's the three-point shot? I thought you were a three-point shoot. Like, <laughs> dude, okay. And, and like I said, I was doing re- I'm 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 doing a lot of research for these, these episodes, right, guys? Cause I, I like to do research for these breakdown episodes and recap episodes. Um we mainly got Razzy Bullock here to be a spot up shooter. Julius Randle is shooting in the 67th percentile as a spot-up shooter. But Bullock is in the 59th percentile. And not to say, I mean, it's not terrible. But it's not, you know, great. It's like, Bruh. we brought you here to be the spot-up shooter in the start lineup. And he's not, giving to, he's not giving us that. But no, the stretch four, Julius Randle is doing that for us. So it's it's a weird situation. It's a weird situation. Yes. Like, I'm scared to move him a little bit. I'm not scared to move him. But I do like the chemistry that him and Julius have because it seems like they're starting to work together better. You know, you know when they, when they double Julius, he's, he's starting to re... Bullock is starting to relocate to the open spots and Julius Randle is instinctively passing the ball in the open spots on a consistent Word. basis. And it's kind of like automatic at this point. And it's like, man, it's like, it's one of those things where it just... Playing together, that chemistry that 
we I know we're going to be before you be there. That's like something that you love from this team. Mm-hmm. But he's doing everything right, but hit the damn shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hit the damn shot, Reggie, man. Just hit the damn shot, man. For Stop real. Stop falling under pressure at, at the end of the game. How many turnovers do you have at the end of the game with the game on the line, man? It, it's just... Uh, I, I, and that's all I got to say. Um, yeah. And when it comes to net rating, Ryan, he's a zero. He's a zero. So he's, I mean, he's not negative. He's not po- he's not positive. He's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's better than negative. That's it's all. Better I, I, it's, negative. It's, hey, it's better hey, than okay. negative. It's better than negative. I'll take it at this point. Word. I'll take it at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, if, if there's somebody, you know, if, if there's somebody who might be moved, I wouldn't mind being moved. Um, for uh, you know, at this trade deadline, it probably would be Reggie Bullock. Um, what would it take to upgrade something? I don't, I don't know. But if we can get a better shooter, decent defender at that position, I'm all for it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Danny, shout out to Danny Thomas who sends a follow super chat. Who says with Bullock, I think the neck injury has to do with his shooting form. I think he's a rotation player, not a starter. Um, yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Just the fact, you know, rotation players, right, Ryan? And mm-hmm. money chat. Those those are the players who can give you fifteen to twenty good productive minutes. Yeah. When when you're a starter, you could sustain that for thirty minutes or so, right? And and if you think about it, that's those are my our complaints. Like he's he's plays really he's hitting his shots and being really good for first two quarters and then he just disappears in the fourth, in the third and fourth, yeah. Especially the four. So, yeah. <laughs> rotation player. Really good rotation player. Yeah, pretty much. If we get a, a legit shooter, maybe you can cut his minutes down, he'll he'll be, you know, he'll fit his More role effective. a lot better. Yeah. All right. So, salute to the chat, man. Yo, check this out, fam. We about to do something we've never done before. I'm going to see if this works out. All right. <laughs> so, same time, if you were part of the K, if you know, if you follow the KT show, you follow us for a while. We do our pick, we do our ooh picks and our bro picks. It's the first time we're gonna try it live. We're gonna see how it goes. All right. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh yeah, you gotta give the rating though. The, oh, the, grade. the rating. The grade. The yes, rating. My bad, yes. Ryan. What is your rating for Reggie Bullock? Well, for me, I can't give him higher than Mitch, so I'd have to give him a C. Mm. I'm gonna give him a C plus. Okay. I'm All gonna right. give him a C plus. I'm gonna kind of give him. Kind of on par with Mitch, a little bit, but he like he he he, he like he like produces a little bit more offensively than Mitch, but gives you the defense. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, so I'm gonna say C plus as well. I All saw right. a question in the chat that was relevant to this conversation. Who says, um, "Is is Reggie Bullock a good team defender or a good individual defender?" I think he's got a little I, bit. I of think both. I, I think it's both. Yeah, I think he's both. Yeah. Yeah, he's both. Because I've heard stories of, um, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about Reggie Bullock, man. We all wanted Reggie Bullock out the starting lineup. Remember that. Remember that Ryan at the beginning of the season. We wanted Alec Burks to start for Reggie Bullock because he was more consistent from three. Yeah. Um, what happened when that happened? We started to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we started to lose. Pretty like, much. The, the chemistry was off. Uh, Burks was shooting a little bit too much for that starting lineup. The mm-hmm. defense slacked a little bit, and and it just seemed like Reggie Bullock just worked better with the first unit. 
Yeah. Um, and I think a lot has to do with his, his, his defense and his team defense. And I think I've heard in the interviews that he actually talks on defense as well. There was a there was a sequence where a few last week or two weeks ago, Frank had like a game winning or game ceiling steal. Yeah. Um, I saw a replay, a breakdown of of that play from Twitter somewhere. I forgot who it was. I wish I would give him the credit if, if mm-hmm. I remember. And he was saying that even though Frank got the glory for that play because he yeah. he physically got the steal. If you looked at the tape, Reggie Bullock was directing traffic. Okay. And he dropped back to a player, one of Frank's man, and told Frank to stay up and stay there, which mm-hmm. which caused the steal. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. So I think, you know, he's a guy he's going to talk on the defensive end, and he does the intangibles that Tom loves so much that, you know, produces winning. The stuff that we can't see, the stuff we don't see when you're, you know, you're watching the game full speed, uh, without hearing, you know, hearing the sound and, and the players talk, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Since you told me that, I'm I, I maybe inclined to give him a C plus now. <laughs> now now See, that you told me that, I, I'm, I'm inclined to give him a C plus. Yeah, yeah, new info, new info, new info yeah. gives you new new insight. <laughs> new info gives you new insight. Yo, shout, oh, shout out to my yo, shout out to my fake cousin Winston Ellis, man, in the chat. I always got to salute you every time I see you, bro. Yeah, thanks for the support. All right. Yes. All right. Okay, let's get it now. Let's get it now. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. I gotta do this. I gotta do this correctly. I gotta do this correctly. All right. All right. All right. Now it's time for the favorite part of the show. If you didn't know. Oh. It's the ooh picks, guys. Ooh picks are usually the best plays of the week. Um, we describe it. We talk about it. And yeah, we let you, Knicks Nation, enjoy what we thought were the best plays of the week. Um, it's, it's been a while since we've had any games, but we're gonna recap some things that we saw that we enjoyed. All right, right, right. Yes, sir. And then when we show you, we're gonna hit that button. Damn it! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. So, who should start? Who should start? You know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Damn all right. It. All right. All right. I'm going to start. Ari, get ready, Ari. <laughs> get ready, Ari. My first ooh pick is Frank Nilakina versus the Detroit Pistons. When he crossed homie over, hit him with the step back, and then fell. And they called the whistle. It said it was an and one, but it wasn't an and one because my man got robbed. Whose man is that? Yeah, bro. <laughs> get the bro for that. But don't that's know how when that I realized, that, huh? No, I'm saying I just I just don't know how that wasn't a foul. Yeah, I don't know. How it was, I don't know how you yo. I don't know how you look at that tape and say that wasn't a foul. Who's that, man? I don't Word. understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. But my ooh pick is the Frank Nilakina step back in your eye. Jay should have been his first four play, four point play of his career, but it wasn't. But that's my ooh pick. All right. Yes. All right, Ryan. All right, all right, so I got two U-picks. You got two U-picks. Let's go, Ryan. Give me your U-pick. My first U-pick is from the Knicks and Pistons game. Okay. All right, so um, Plumlee thought that he had a wide-open dunk. Mm-hmm. My guy w- 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 went through the lane wide open, went up for the dunk, but he didn't see Julius Randle in the back. Julius Randle sl- sla- slapped his shot against the backboard. Mm-hmm. Alfred Payton picked it up, 
saw RJ Barrett running towards the basket on the other end. Payton threw up the pass. RJ Barrett caught it and finished with a one-handed dunk on oh. the other end. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> shout out to shout out to that ooh. And it's crazy because yes, you don't sir. really see Randall blocking that many shots. Yes. <laughs> so to see that is like an extra, like, okay, oh. okay, Randall. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was all the offense over here. People say, oh, he, he shouldn't be picked for the All-Star game because he only plays offense, not defense. Nah. Randall <laughs> is playing defense this year. And when we do the Randall breakdown, when I do the Randall breakdown, you're going to see. You're going to see. Yes, sir. Plays, all right. All right, cool. So for those of you who are new to the KOT show, those are called the Ooh Picks. All right? Yes, yes, yes. I got one more Ooh Pick. Oh, you got one more? Okay, well, I don't have this loaded up, so you just have to describe it. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, so my next Ooh Pick is the same game. Mm -hmm. It goes to Nerland's Noel. Oh, I do have that one. Okay. Yeah, so um, Dumbia drives to the basket. Mm-hmm. Nelson Noel was waiting for him at the paint. Mm -hmm. My guy Dumbia went up two hands for safety, but Nelson Noel was like, nah. Not happening. Rejected it. Mm. Sent it back the other way. Oh. And I feel like. <laughs> Ooh, pick for Noel. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading slow for you guys. Nice rejection by learning the well for the Ooh pick. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Nice, nice, nice. Nerlens Noel, man, he's really stepped it up, man. Number five in the NBA in block shots. Really been filling it in for Mitch um, at a high level. He's playing, he, man, he's giving us that OKC defense that we saw, man. He's bringing it to New York, and he's playing for that contract, man. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what he's going to get next year. He's a young guy. He's a center. Uh, hopefully, he wants to stay, man. We'll see how this goes with, with the contracts and the extensions and the additions to the next players. Like, I love Noel, man. He's, he's done a great job. Can't catch. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs a stick-ups on his hands. Facts, facts, facts. All right. Now, it is time for the other favorite part of the show. Bruh. The bruh picks. The bruh picks are usually the worst plays of the week. You use some kind of blooper stuff. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be, you know, Plays or, or, or blooper, it just be life, just stuff stupid that just happened that you want to call out, and you just like, Bruh. why did that happen? Whose man's is that? We need to call that out, you know? So <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it right now. Ryan, what's your first bro pick, bro? All right, so my first bro pick is Denver Nuggets versus the Atlanta Hawks. Mm -hmm. All right, so, um, I don't know if you heard of this guy, Compazzo, on the Nuggets, but this dude is nice. You know, he's definitely, he definitely is nice with the passes. So, <laughs> so in this game against the Hawks, he was at the wing and he saw his guy, you know, dive into the basket. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's doing basic point guard things. He's like, you know what, my, you know, the big man's go wide open, going to the basket. The big man's name is Hawkenstein. He was like, you know, so I'm going to pass the ball. So he get an easy basket. So he jumps up into the air, fakes like he was taking a shot. And then he passes the ball to Harkenstein, just that Harkenstein was not looking, and the ball hits him in the head. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, you got to look, man. He's passing guards, man. You, you got to know who, who you're playing with. Know your personnel. All right, no. Know yes, your personnel, sir. man. First bro pick of the day, man. All right, Ryan, what's your next one? All right, all right. I'm going to have to um, set this one up a little bit. 
I gotta um turn up the volume on this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, um, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um Galinari. Galinari. Yes, yes, yes. Hawks. <laughs> I think I think it was the same game. Hawks versus the mm-hmm. Nuggets. Yeah, it was the same game. Yeah, so basically <laughs> <laughs> So Galinari, right? So he sh- first he shoots the ball at the three, I believe. And uh-huh. now let me see. So first he shoots the ball at the three. He <laughs> he pump fakes. Bruh. The guy he like basically the guy hold held his hands up. He pump fakes. The he's the ball slips out of his hand, so he picks up the ball again, shoots a mid-range, and bangs off the backboard, and then he shoots again from close range and misses again. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, Gallinari ain't having that game, man. Yeah, he ain't having that game at all. Oh uh, man, I don't have any. I don't have any bruh picks per se. I really, I you know what I, I, you know what I have today. I got a who's man is this? Okay, who's man is this? Who's man is this? My who's man? Obi Toppin is at. Obi Toppin was robbed. Obi Toppin was robbed. My father, his, my man's father's name was Dunkers Delight. Yeah. <laughs> right. Came in the game. <laughs> Put it on the show. You hear the commentary? Well, that was uh, that was okay. That was okay. When I saw Gobi's first duck, I jumped out of my chair. Yeah, that first duck was nice. That was first like, duck what was the nice. Hell? I've never seen that done before. And he's like, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, whose man's is this? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> then homie won the dunk contest kissing the rim, but didn't kiss the rim. Yeah, Bruh. like I. <laughs> But when Eric kisses, he has to like he had to send, he had to send context clues to let him know what you exactly. Not, not, what does that mean? I was like, why is he blowing kisses? I I was like, yeah, off that alone, Obi should have won. But I, I don't know, man. These l- lately, the judging has been off in the dunk contest lately. Like I don't even know what's going on, man. I don't man. know what's going on either, man. I, 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 the dunk contest, you know, the gun contest. I think I really feel like the, they were just hating on the Knicks. All all star game from Julius Randle not getting a rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> from KD just picking a trash team for the all star game, Bruh. yeah. <laughs> to all around, they just they it was just, I don't know they to to IQ not getting picked to be in the rising the, the pretend rising stars game like Bruh. everything was just they they just they just screwed it. We were winning too much, Ryan. That's what it is. They didn't want to yeah. see us win, man. We were winning way too much. They didn't want to give us our shine. He's like, yeah, y'all, y'all already already fought a little bit over 500. Your head's getting too big. We can't have that no more. Screw this noise. We're going to shut everything else down. Bruh. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh-huh. All right. That's our first bro. I'll take that bro pigs live. A little, you know, get the kinks out. Get the kinks out. All right. Yeah. Tell us what you think of the picks, yay, hey, nay, whatever, whatever. You know. Uh, usually, this is the part of the show we wrap it up. But I do remember that we got a super chat at the beginning of the show that wanted to discuss something, all right? So shout out to Joshua Craig. I don't know if you're still here, Joshua, but shout out to you and your super chat. Oh, somebody said Kenny's still salty. Yo, yo, whose man's is this to Kenny? You, you abandoned, I'm sorry. You abandoned New York. Man. <laughs> Don't take the seven train again, man. You can't come to Cleveland. Man, like, I can't believe you. Really turned oh, on New York man. to Ovi. Like, 
I love Kenny, but Kenny, that wasn't that wasn't it. That wasn't Kenny. I'm sorry. Nah, not at all. I'm sorry. All right, back 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 to basketball. Back to, back to these. <laughs> Shout out to Joshua Craig. I don't know if he's still here, Joshua, but he sent a ten dollars super chat. He said, "What up, fellas? Thoughts on moving for Lonzo for cheap? Also, are Knicks to blame for Knox's lack of development? Love the stream, fellas." All right. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I've always said I'm a I'm a Lonzo fan. Like I wouldn't mind the Knicks moving for Lonzo or signing Lonzo in free agency if possible. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a solid point guard. You know, his three point shooting has gotten better. You know, throughout the season, he has good. He has great court vision. He plays within the offense. You know, he plays good defense. So you know, Lonzo would be like the type of point guard I would want in a Knicks uniform. So. You know, and that now if now if the Knicks are what what was, what was the second part? If the Knicks are responsible for Knox's lack of development? Yes. Here, here's my thing. Like Knox, yes, the Knicks are responsible for his lack of development. But I feel like at the same time, he has to prove that he deserves to play. Like, for example, I know a lot of people don't like this guy in Knicks Nation, but say, for example, Frank Nilakina. Who? Frank Nilakina. So, <laughs> when Frank, from, so when Frank got injured early in the season, right? Mm-hmm. He, was in a, he was in the rotation. He lost his spot. And he had to wait till he get his spot back. Right. Clearly, Frank, clearly, clearly, Frank was showing something in practice yeah. that made the coach want to put him back in the lineup once injuries started to hit the Knicks. And then once Frank got back into the lineup, Frank has showed that he deserves to be in the rotation due to his play. Played good defense, was knocking down some threes. Mm -hmm. He was basically doing a bit more than the bare minimum to keep his spot. Knox, on the other hand, like I've said in in other previous shows, Knox, the last eight games before Knox got benched, he was scoring like barely six points a game. Six, some games he scored six, some games he scored zero, some games he scored four. Right. And I'm like, if you're not going to make that impact on the defensive end and not produce offensively, which Knox's strength should be offense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then it's like, then it's like he, he can't continue to sacrifice time to give Knox to play when Knox isn't producing the way he wants Knox to produce. And there has to come a point in time where you, you have to hold these rookies accountable. I mean, these young players accountable. If you're not playing good, you don't deserve the playing time. So would I would I like to see Knox get more minutes? Of course I would. Of course I want Knox to develop and become a good player for us. But at the same time, it's like sometimes I feel like like do, what Dibs is doing, sometimes I feel like it's necessary for a player to develop. Like you have to you have to show these young guys like your spot is earned, not given. I feel you. I feel, yeah, I feel like Knox just has to show that. He deserves another chance in the starting lineup. And then when he gets that chance, produce so that the coach has no reason to take him out and keep him in the rotation. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. No, I agree. I agree most. I agree with you mostly. I'm not, I can't like um here's here's the thing with Knox. Like he's developed his, his shooting has gotten better. He's gotten to a slump. He got out of the rotation. For Knox to stay on the floor, he's gonna have to develop other parts of his game, whether it be finishing, whether it be playmaking. But he has to be, he has to show something else besides shooting, right? Um I I think the 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 prop that and that's mainly the problem. That's mainly the problem why he hasn't gotten um gotten in a game. I guess there were certain times in the beginning 
where I felt like it was a little bit excessive to have him out completely out the rotation when Austin Rivers was stinking it up. And I'm just like, if he's if, if Austin Rivers is gonna not play defense and then it's sucking offense, put in Knox. Like that was my, <laughs> you know, like at least I like he's been playing well. He's at least been shooting. He's been corner cab shooting threes willy nilly. So let him play. But at this point with Derrick Rose here. And you know the and the te- the playing and competition growing, it's harder for me to say that now. You know what I mean? So I, so at the beginning, I I can argue more that maybe Knox should have been giving more playing time. Um, and I said that even Knox or Frank at the time when Austin Rivers was, stick- was stinking it up because I just felt like you know, Rivers was not really doing much, giving us as much of anything. But at this point, I can't complain that much about the lack of playing time that he's receiving. Um. Yeah, now I'm gonna backtrack to to the the um the Lonzo Ball. CK, shout out to CK2K. That's my guy, like realest dude, right? CK2K is somewhere smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like, I was right, guys. I was right all along. Cause Lonzo is balling right now. No pun intended. Um. I was always concerned about his three-point shooting. Now he's shooting around 40% from three. Um, it seems like he's playing better with the ball in his hands. And it's good for Lonzo. And the, the bad part about that is if the Knicks are interested in him now, his price is now going up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on this part of the question. He said specifically, thoughts on moving for Lonzo for cheap. For cheap being the key word here. Yeah, he's not going to be cheap at the moment. He's not going to be cheap because we already know what that GM over there does, right? Yeah. <laughs> you saw what he did with the Cavs. He's going to want your first, second, and third born, plus your exactly. auntie, plus a Snickers bar, and a first-round pick on top of that. Like, he's going to want everything. So, exactly. I mean, come on. Look at the haul they got back for Anthony Davis. I mean, come on now. <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. Like, the only way, like, if it's if it's cheaper, like, for cheap to me might be, like, a Knox in a second. That might be cheap for cheap. For and me. that's not going to get Lonzo Ball and here. That's so. not going to get Lonzo Ball here. <laughs> maybe they throw in Frank. I don't know. Maybe maybe Frank has has value there too as well. But maybe if they see him having value as you know a wing who can defend, maybe they'd be interested in it. But, they'll, but the thing is too, they'll have to make a decision on that too because Frank has to get paid too. Mm-hmm. So I don't even, I'm not even sure they'll want that. But yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a cheap trade, to be honest with you. And, and I get it. I get the I get the advantage. If you get him here, if you get him here, that means we have his rights and we can match. So I get why you want, we want to trade here to avoid that whole free agency debacle. But it's it's gonna be. I don't know how willing the Knicks will be to make a move like that. And I don't think there will be a cheap way to get him here. Yeah. All right. All right. That's all I got to say about that. All right, salute to the chat. One last shout out before we wrap up. You know, thank everybody for the super chats. This has been a good show, man. I'm a little bit of the flow of the show, some good breakdowns. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe. Yo, please share it, man. We're we on the road to, to six to six thousand. We're gonna be doing a lot more live streams. We do a game recaps as well. Um, I'm going to try to, to, to put in some of these um, topic, more topic-driven shows more often when there's time, when time permits. 
because um, we just like talking to you guys, all right? Word. <laughs> and it, it, gets, it gets the content out faster to you guys, and we get to interact, and it's, it's a lot more fun. But so shout out to everybody in chat who's rocking with us. Shout out to Kenneth Lane, Fritz Alessandor, Sherwin M. Sherwin says, I'm not treating Knox. I feel you. There's some people <laughs> feel like that. Like it, the, They feel like he's long, and the, the, the potential is there. So he's young, so you don't know. Yeah. Julius sure, Randle. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying Sherman was Sherman was here like defending Knox like crazy though. Yeah, Sherman, I know. Oh, Sherman, I he, know he, Sherman. He, Sherman, he he likes he 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 defends Knox. He defends um, Peyton is his guy too. He's a, he's an Alfred Peyton fan. Even though I disagree with him about Frank being spoon fed, I don't know about that. Frank being spoon fed. That that that, 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 I, that I don't agree with. I don't know he, about that. He's he's played like three minutes this game. Like what, yeah, that's not like, I, I, I don't know about I, I, I don't know about Frank being spoon fed, but I'll I'll rock with him with you know him defending knocks in all of the categories. But Frank being spoon fed, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. That's more of a you know what? That's more of a fan thing than a NBA thing. I think yeah. I think the fans like him, so they feel like the perception is he's food, he's spoon fed spoon fed. But you know, as far as him being on the Knicks, he hasn't been spoon fed on the actual teams. You know, nah. But I'll say I, that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, players that have been players that have been spoon fed are more like Alfred Payton and players like that because right. no matter what, it, it, because it, it don't matter what they do, like they're gonna start. You still starting? <laughs> yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. And he worked his way. He worked his way to be you know almost competent offensive player, <laughs> almost <laughs> with a negative rating, negative net rating. But we won't talk about that. Maybe yeah. we'll talk about that next one. All right. But shout out to the chat, man. Shout out to my guy Greg Castillo. Uh, he wanted me to be in the three-point contest. Shout out to you. Uh, shout out to SK, M. Santos, Nick him up, Rich Kim, Tell him Alejandro. Tell him Alejandro's been here the whole show. Shout out to you, man. Been here the Word. whole show. Shout out to being a shout out to you. My cousin Winston Ellis, uh, Chump Plumps one. Everybody, man. Shout out to everybody who rocked with the KOT show who enjoyed the stream. If you liked the stream, if you liked the show, if you liked the. The content, please like, subscribe, share to all your friends. We have we we doing research, we do breakdowns, and we try to we try to do our best to entertain you and give you some some stats and facts at the same time. All right. Yep. Yep. All right. Yes. Yep. So, so that is our show, man. Anything else you want to you want to say? I mean, I'm good. I mean, oh, oh, the only thing that's left for me to say is my like where you can find my Instagram and, and Twitter. That's about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. All right, cool. Well, you know, you can find me. You can find me on, you know, on the on the grams on Instagram at Jailers draws things if you want to, because uh, I draw things. Um, designer des designed this set, designed the the hats, designed the uh, Knicks fan TVs, um, screens and stuff over there, merch, all that stuff. You know, one man band. That's what we do. All right. Um, also, yo, follow us on the KOT show on Twitter. Uh, follow us on the Nick of Time show on Instagram. And also follow us on the blog, man. Shout out to thetimeshow.com. Um, we have some 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 great writers over there, so definitely follow us. And you can get the merch there as well, the KLT hats. Um, also some other merch as well, some tees. We got some Who's Man's is this tees over there if you want to get a copy of Who Man's is this tees. And other merch for you to rock, all right? All right. Now, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G-S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. Aight. Yes, yes. And also, I just I also want to shout out the chat as well. You know, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for rocking with us. And um, 
I also want to shout out Ari because I see him in the chat, you know, shouting me out sometimes. And anybody else that shouted that shouted me out, you know, big big up. And yes, Ari, this show was definitely JLs with the stats and the facts. I had to take a backseat today. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like stats too. I like stats too. But you know, word. That's cool. We can go be stats and the facts. That's cool. <laughs> All right, yo. That is our show.